This is the Reverend Jeremy Means Koss, and you're listening to an Episcopal Constellation in the Shires of Vermont. Today's gospel portion comes from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 9, verse 28 to 36. So today's holy day commemorates the moment when Jesus exuded this divine light in front of Peter, John, and our very own St. James. It was and is this standalone moment that unequivocally connects the Hebrew Bible and the testament of Jesus Christ as one coherent and consistent thread in the story of God and God's people. The transfiguration of Jesus is a pinnacle. It is an apex point in our beliefs about what was, what is to come, and what is right now. And in this moment, during this transfiguration moment, the voice of God reminds not just Peter, John, and James, but all of us just who Jesus is. It isn't by chance or wonder that Elijah and Moses are conferring with Jesus. It wasn't like that game you play where it's like, if you could have dinner with three, you know, amazing people, who would it be? Oh, I'll choose Queen Elizabeth, you know, and this person and Oprah. It wasn't like that. I'm just going to choose a famous person. This scene is a moment for all of us who approach Jesus like Peter and John and James approached Jesus with this desire to become better than we were, to have a faith to follow him. The phrase uttered by God itself, this is my chosen, is an echoing of Isaiah chapter 42 and chapter 44, where God tells Isaiah that he is God's chosen prophet. The transfiguration of Jesus is an echo of Moses, whose very face and skin shine just as bright after communing with God back at the base of Mount Sinai. And every time Moses conferred with God directly, it is this affirmation that it is an affirmation that if these prophets are the running backs who catch the football, that Jesus is the quarterback throwing it. This is the God that we are to remember when things get tough. This is the God that we are to remember when darkness seems to surround us and we need that lamp that Second Peter talks about so vividly. In the second epistle that honors St. Peter, we are reminded that Jesus isn't just chosen. Jesus is beloved. And so poetically, the author of 2 Peter wants us, to rem- wants us to remember that even though Jesus literally shined, we are to hold on to Jesus like a shining lamp any time we begin to falter. In a world that makes it intimidating to profess a belief in Jesus for fear of being lumped into a group of people who, to be frank, give Christianity a bad name, we ask ourselves, what does it mean to hold on to God's beloved as a lamp, like the author of 2 Peter tells us to? And why is it so important that I'm asking us to say this, that you are God's beloved during the passing of the peace? Well, the transfiguration of Christ is like this giant pit stop this recharge moment, this service center on the highway of faith for all believers. It is an affirmation that what was good and what is to come is going to be amazing, but what is right here and right now is where your focus gets to rest and recharge. 
So what is so powerful about being beloved by God? Why is that word so powerful that I'm asking us to say it? Because beloved isn't just about love. It's not just about adoration. It's not just about an anointing and all of the things that we think of right off the top of our head. Beloved and chosen, they mean that through God's love, you are liberated from everything that holds you back. Because of Moses' relationship with God, the Hebrew people are saved from harm. They are liberated from chattel slavery. They are given God's law to love neighbor and love God, and they go from having this distant, perplexing, we don't even know what kind of relationship in Egypt, to this constant, ongoing, back and forth being fed and constantly being led by Moses because of God relationship. So I get back to my original question of what does it mean to hold on to Jesus like a lamp? Well, when, when things get truly hard for you, do you look to God as if he is that lamp? Or do you expect the universe to deliver what you want and how you want it? When darkness surrounds you, do you turn away from God or do you ask God to shine that light into that darkness, but that darkness is pushed away? Do you know that you are loved not just by a parent or a child or a spouse or even just a, even by your friends, but that by the very essence that orchestrated all of existence into being? That scripture tells us over and over and over again that belonging isn't just between people, but between you and God. It wasn't an accident or a coincidence that Peter and John and James should be awake to witness this divine conference. Their being awake was the whole point. The point that you all, that we all, that us all be awake with the light. If we are reminded every Sunday during the Eucharist that we are the image of God, then when will we begin to receive just how chosen and beloved we are as well? The Feast of the Transfiguration is perhaps one of the most seminal and important holidays in terms of the consistency and reliability of God as being timeless and good. Liberation of the past in Moses. Liberation of the future as told by Elijah and Isaiah and all the prophets and liberation in the present as here in Jesus. It is impossible to feel the face that the darkness, that the stereotype of Christianity wants to throw on us these days if you aren't confident in what it truly means to be Christian. To bask in that warmth and glow of God's love and acceptance. God's liberation of all the things that might hold you back. Whenever Brendan and I move, we always go to the store or go online and get those automatic lights with the motion sensors and we put them on in the closets, no matter what size the closet is. Because I know that when I open the door, I can step forward confidently into a light, a light automatic that will be there no matter what. Will you put that motion sensor in your closet? Will you step into that light? If nothing else, are you ready to accept a relationship with a God that loves you, whether you love yourself or not, that is willing to free you even if you are the one to put yourself in chains. That is a bright light whenever you open that scary closet door, that step into that darkness, knowing that there will be a light waiting for you. Are you willing to be liberated, to be loved, to know that you are chosen?
。阿门。Thank you for listening to an Episcopal Constellation. We hope you enjoyed what you heard, and if so, please give us five stars on your local podcast provider.